The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week three of the Scorching Six Picks. Uh, it's a Thursday night. Uh, joining me for the second week in a row, we have Rebound. What did you do, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I'm sorry uh, your other guest flaked on you. Uh, he seems like a busy guy, but uh, I'll, I'll always fill in. I'm here. All right. Good to be here. We got... Six games, as always, on the Week 3 slate. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. First game we got, we got the Colts at home hosting the Atlanta Falcons and giving a point and a half. What do you think? You know, on this one, we got we obviously got Atlanta coming off a win, a huge win at home versus the Eagles, 24-20. It was a big win. They needed it, and they just... It's, came through at the end then we got the Colts coming off a win where they squeaked out versus the Titans you know I liked I like what I saw out of Matt Ryan last week I just think they're they're the better team here they just need to feed Devontae Freeman more he's on my fantasy team you know so give me the benefit of the doubt feed Devontae Freeman because the Colts rush D sucks I was impressed by the Colts past D though overall you know, Marlon Mack's questionable. I obviously told you because you have him on your team. And Jordan Wilkins might fill in. Uh, also, this, this which is this is the, the, the game changer right here. This is played inside a dome. Matty Ice plays well inside domes. So I'm taking the Falcons plus one and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Colts here, lot, lots of injured, questionable guys. Obviously, the Marlon Mack, T.Y. Hilton, Darius Leonard. Uh, all those guys are questionable. Play on Sunday at home versus the Falcons. Uh, Colts obviously won a divisional battle last week against the the Titans, nineteen to seventeen. Falcons got their first win at home on Sunday night. A good win over the Eagles. And then you have, I mean, two kind of a close battle here between both teams, but. Just because of all the injuries and stuff and kind of the uncertainty with the Colts, I, I like the road team here getting a point and a half. So I'm going to take the Falcons. Agree with you here, rebound. I think they win this one outright. I'm going to go 28-24 Falcons in this one. All right, game number two on week three slate. This is probably the, the game that I'm looking for, most forward to for all the week three games. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at home hosting the Baltimore Ravens and giving five and a half. What do you think? Oh wow, it dropped down to five and a half. Uh, I mean, it's seven, but we've obviously got the Chiefs coming off a blowout win versus the Raiders. You know, then we got the Ravens coming off a win where where they barely squeaked this out versus the Cardinals, and you know, 
The Chiefs are definitely the better team here. We we both know that. Mahomes has been playing at an MVP level. You know, Arrowhead is a tough place to play. Uh, you know, I think you've been there, you, so you know the atmosphere. Lamar Jackson has looked good overall this season, but they've played two sorry teams, you know. They played the Dolphins and the Cardinals, who have no defense. Uh, but this uh, at five and a half, I'm going to take the... The Chiefs. I thought it was seven, but originally I would take the Ravens at seven, but I'm going to take the Chiefs at five and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is another one. Um, obviously, the Ravens went into uh, Arrowhead last season and beat the Chiefs kind of late uh, towards the second half of the season. Uh, Harrow, obviously, have two electric quarterbacks in Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. We'll see how defenses adjust to Jackson as they learn more about him, watch more game film. And then Patrick Mahomes uh, in his second uh, full season now, uh, he looks uh, just as good as he did last year. He's picking up right where he left off, uh, on absolutely on fire. And then even with the injury to Tyreek Hill, it just seems like any of those receivers that they plug in there can step up to Marcus Robinson last week. 170 yards, two touchdowns, and it seems like <laughs> any one of those three receivers with uh, Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, and Nicole Hardman, any one of those guys can go off for a big day. And then they have enough running, running, uh, enough of a running game there with Dame, led by Damian Williams, and I think it's just too much for the Ravens, uh, even though. Their defense is uh, one of the better defensive units in the league, probably one of the top ten defensive units. It's just uh, when you when you go up against an offensive juggernaut like the Chiefs, they make they make you look foolish, uh, no matter how good your defense really is. So I think that's going to happen again here, and I like the Chiefs to win by ten plus in this one. I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna say thirty-one twenty-one Chiefs, and I'm gonna swallow the five and a half and agree with you. All right, we're going to be moving into the late afternoon slate of games. Uh, first late afternoon game that we got is the Panthers traveling to Phoenix to take on the Cardinals. You got the home team giving two and a half in this one. What do you think? So, yeah, we obviously got the Panthers coming off a tough loss versus the Bucks. I mean, they were favoring that game, but they lost. The Cardinals coming off a loss versus the Ravens on the road, but it was actually closer than people thought it would be. They only lost by like seven or six. Cam Newton is most likely out, which is big news. You know, that's a, that's a huge thing on both sides of the ball. The the Panthers are most likely going to be just pounding the ball to Christian McCaffrey or dumping it off to him. And you know, Kyler Murray has looked pretty good throughout the first two games. Even at Baltimore, he looked good. And I'm gonna take the home team here, and I'm gonna go Cardinals plus two and a half. Minus two and a half. They're minus two and a half? Yes. Cardinals are giving two and a half. Okay, yeah, I'll take the Cardinals. Minus two and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got the home team here giving two and a half. Obviously, Cam Newton's uh, questionable for this one. We all kind of knew that going into the season He was with his shoulder issues that he was going to struggle. And they were going to have to make McCaffrey the worst workhorse. And I think this is uh, kind of a, a game that's tailor-made for McCaffrey. Uh, in an indoor stadium, I think, uh, hot weather type environment, I think 
he's going to have a big game here, and this is the first one I'm going to disagree with you on, on rebound. I'm going to take the Panthers getting two and a half, and I think they're going to win this one outright as well. Uh, I'm going to go 27 to 21 Panthers in this one, and I think they win and get their first win of the season. All right, so we got uh, the next game on week three slate. Another West Coast game. You got the Chargers at home hosting the Texans and giving three points. What do you think? Uh, obviously got the Texans coming off a one-point win versus the Jaguars. Uh, Watson didn't look like himself that last week. He just did not play well. He was Things weren't going well. Or was it a combination of the Jaguars defense who did well uh, today, obviously, Thursday night? Got the Chargers coming off a three-point loss versus the Lions on the road. Both teams last week were bad. Let's not hold back on that. Phillip Rivers choked big time. But on this one, you know, I think I'm going to take the Chargers minus, minus three. And they definitely bounce back this week. And I think, they, I think the Chargers win by a touchdown, so I'm taking the Chargers minus three. And a shout-out to my boy, Dooley. He's a big Chargers fan. Okay. Yeah, um, here, I mean, you have the Chargers uh, sluggish uh, off last week's terrible loss to the Lions. Uh, it's a, a game that they probably could have won in the in the last, uh, kind of towards the end, but unfortunately it didn't work out for them. Uh, and it seems like Chargers have these types of games. Uh, usually to start off seasons, they start off slow and... They lose games that they should. They shouldn't. They're not supposed to lose. Uh, but here they're at home. Uh, they got the uh, whatever the crowd may be behind them, and I think the Texans uh, kind of just uh, you can't really kind of see what their identity is so far this this season with the Texans. So I think this is tailor made. So for the Chargers to put up lots of points. I mean, with Eckler and Jackson in the backfield, and then. Keenan Allen uh, uh, is a big target for Phillip Rivers, so I'm going to agree with you here as well. Rebound, I, I like the Chargers at home, uh, and I'm going to swallow the three points. Uh, I think they're, I think they're going to win this one 35-28 and move to 2-1. and one. All right, so game number five on the week three slate. Uh, this is a team that you probably never see in my scorching six just because uh, – they're the team that I root for, so I usually go a sway against uh, including them in my scorching six slate usually for the most part. But I think just because of what the line was, I had to include it and just all the circumstances with the opposing team injury-wise and stuff. So this one we got uh, the San Francisco 49ers at home hosting Pittsburgh and giving six and a half rebound. What's up with this line? I don't know. Steelers coming off a 28-26 loss, you know, at home. Uh, losing Big Ben, obviously, for the season was bigger. We got the 49ers coming off a blowout win versus the Bengals. Jimmy G finally looked good, and their run game was definitely great. I like the 49ers. I like the way they've been looking so far, you know, even with injuries to their run game and but uh, George Kittle has not been himself this year. He has not been tearing it up. You know, Steelers obviously losing Big Ben 
was big, but Mason Rudolph looks solid, you know. And he has he also has chemistry with James Washington. They played in college together at Oklahoma State. So that's going to be good for him. And James Conner is questionable. I think that has something to do with the line. But I am going to take the points here and roll with the Steelers plus six and a half. Okay, yeah. I mean, I have no idea absolutely why my Niners are getting are giving six and a half in this one. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. They beat – they have uh, two road wins on the East Coast. I mean, that's definitely impressive. But they were against – Tampa and Cincinnati, so I mean I'm <laughs> I'm happy about the two wins, but let's let's look at the competition they were playing, and then the Steelers here. Obviously, Big Ben uh, obviously is kind of the rock of that team. He's usually kind of plays through these types of injuries, but unfortunately, he had to have surgery, season-ending surgery on this one. And Mason Rudolph, I think, uh, can be competent and step in and. They have enough kind of weapons there with Juju Smith, James Washington, like Rebound mentioned, uh, James Conner at running back. I think he will play from uh, all that I'm hearing. And then they have Jalen Samuels as well, even if uh, Conner's not there to fill in. Vance McDonald is one of the uh, up-and-coming tight ends. He looks primed for a breakout season, in my opinion. Other side on the Niners, obviously very impressive last week, putting up 41 points. Uh, Garoppolo... Kind of looked like a little like his old self uh, before the injury in that fi- his first five games with the Niners. Uh, and then they distributed the ball, I believe, to eight different receivers. Uh, they had five different running backs who, who had a carry. So just an all-around great effort. And then their defense uh, definitely looks improved for sure. Uh, the secondary looks a lot better, and that was their big Achilles heel last season. They gave up, I think, the most touchdowns, and they had the fewest interceptions of any secondary in the entire NFL. So I think definitely a big improvement there. And then Kyle Shanahan is just uh, a wizard, a, a genius, off- a guru offensively. So I think he's going to make stuff happen. I think the Niners will definitely win this game. But I definitely... Love the Steelers rebound, getting six and a half. I'm going to agree with you 100% there. I'm going to go 24-21 Niners in this one, but I love the Steelers plus six and a half. All right, last game on the week three slate. You got Sunday night in prime time. Cleveland Browns coming off their first win of the season on Monday night versus the Jets, hosting the L.A. Rams. I got the road team Rams giving three points. What do you think, rebound? So yeah, we got the Rams coming off a 27-9 win versus the Saints, which we're at. Uh, obviously, Drew Brees got hurt, a big thing. We got the Browns coming off a blowout win versus the Jets, 23-3 for first win. You know, the Jets were missing Sam Darnold, Quinnen Williams, C.J. Mosley. Then quarterback Trevor Simeon went down, and now he's out for the season. Then they had to go to the third string QB, so that 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 wins like uh, a fucking a fucking win they should have had. Like nothing impressive. Everyone's just gonna jump the gun. And uh, Baker Mayfield is completely overhyped. He's gonna regress this season. If you've watched Baker this season, he hasn't looked good this season. I know it's just two games in, but he has two fucking touchdowns and four interceptions. Unbelievable. The Rams are clearly the better team here. On both sides of the ball. By far. They win by a touchdown. This is the easiest one. Lock of the week. 
All right, yeah, I mean, here you have the Rams coming off uh, a good win over the Saints, 27-9 at home, and then the Browns getting their first win. Uh, Baker and uh, Odell look like they kind of built some chemistry a little bit in that uh, in that win over the Jets, but it's still kind of too early to tell with this team. Uh, they're definitely got a lot of high coming into the season, but I just think in this matchup, uh, Sunday night, primetime, uh, against the one of the better teams in the entire league. Uh, I, I just think they're overmatched uh, all around def- on the defensive side of the ball, offensive side of the ball, uh, coaching for sure, special teams. They're just matched all around, overmatched all around. And I like the Rams here to win pretty big, I, I think by 10+. plus. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty easy victory for them. I'm going to go 35-24 to 24 in this one. Uh, for the Rams, and I'm going to swallow the three points and agree with you, Rebound. So I think we agreed on most of them this time around, um, as opposed to last week we had uh, yeah, yeah, uh, more disagreements. So, yeah, But we'll see what happens. We'll see how we f- our, our record fares for each of us this week. But with that, that'll wrap it up for week three of the Scorching Six Picks. Thank you so much for coming on, Rebound. Thanks for having me on, Z-Ball. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy all of the weekend games for week three. And I'll be back next week for week four of the Scorching Six Picks.